Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Jean Ginsberg here, another episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg. And today we have a very special guest, Edwin Carrion. I'm very excited to meet with you today. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you, Jean? Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being a guest. We actually got connected through LinkedIn when I put out a post asking for anybody on on LinkedIn who is a connection of mine to be a guest on my podcast. And Edwin graciously uh, sent me a note saying that he would be a guest and I would love to hear more about what you're doing. So tell us about your background. Okay, my background, uh, was born in Ecuador, raised... Uh... Came to the United States when I was 12 years old, lived here in Miami my whole life, except the time that I was in the military in the Marine Corps. I traveled all over the world, so I had a great time doing that. Um, I lived in New Jersey uh, for like about three years recently, and I just moved back when COVID started to Miami. I've been doing real estate development since 2002, so it's only been a little bit of time that I've been doing real estate development. And I've been successful in multiple industries. Uh, from real estate development, I have done, I've been involved in the jewelry industry um, and I grew that company to over eight figures and I sold it. From there, I got involved back into the luxury real estate development. From there on, I bought a transportation company out of New Jersey, which I still own at, until today. This year, we got awarded in the Inc. 5000, one of the fastest growing companies in the United States. And we're like number 1000, so we're like, at the top of the, our growth stages. And that company is doing amazing. And then again, doing what I love to do, which is real estate development, but also mentoring and teaching people how to become real estate developers. And that's one of the things that I'm doing right now. That is my passion. What I love to do is teach and educate people. I'm passing on all my experience and my knowledge for them to be as successful as I have been. Wonderful. Well, congratulations on making the list. Our company also made the list this year, so that's very exciting news. And which company made the list? Was it the, uh, the real estate? Transportation company. Transportation. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about the transportation company and your growth? Sure. It sounds like yes. you've had, and we'll talk about the real estate development and the education side, of course, absolutely. So t- tell us about the transportation company. Well, it was a good opportunity back in 2017. I sold my prior real estate development company and I, was, I wasn't doing anything. I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do next. You know, I couldn't retire. I told my wife I was going to be a stay-at-home dad, but she told me all the things that I needed to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'll figure out what I'm going to do. So Hurricane Harvey happened at that time. We ended up uh, in New Jersey. And once we ended up in New Jersey, uh, the opportunity came about uh, to purchase this transportation company that, you know, they had some type of growth, but they were never had the experience or they never had somebody alongside to help them grow the company. They were doing at that time a million and a half dollars in revenue. And so I bought into the transportation company. It was a great business opportunity. Uh, we had to move to New Jersey uh, in order for me to continue growing the company. And within a couple of years, uh, we grew it from a million and a half to over $12 million in revenues. And you know, we grew from eight trucks to over 40 trucks. 
And it just become a real, you know, solid transportation company. And the thing that I love about the most was that it's a recession proof business. So I, you know, one of the things that I learned back in 2007, after I went bankrupt was that I always need to focus and find businesses that are going to be recession proofs and transportation is one of those type of business. And is it just like trucking? Is that primarily what you, what what it is? We move, uh, um, our niche is, the, uh, we move produce, refrigerated products. So we're on the refrigerated market and we own the big tractor trailers, the 18 wheelers, you know, that's mm-hmm. what we own. Wow. That's well, of course, it's not sexy, but it, it brings home the bacon, right? Like yeah. it might not be, you know, the, the latest technology, but at the same time, people still need food, right? All the time. Exactly. And that's definitely recession proof. And I like your thinking, right? And what are the, what are the industries that are going to be recession proof, no matter what's going on, whether there's a banking recession in 2008 or a pandemic in 2020. So I like your ways of thinking. So tell us about your real estate development company. Well, real estate development, again, like I said, I've been doing real estate development since 2002. Um, I started building smaller homes, you know, first time home buyers, $200,000 to $300,000. And I did, you know, hundreds of those houses. And uh, little by little, I started growing and building, you know, higher end homes. Mm-hmm. When the market crashed in 2008, pretty much I lost everything. I went bankrupt. But at that time, I was already starting to build those million dollar homes. So I was set to myself, Edwin, when you go back into real estate development again, that's exactly, you're gonna continue where you left off. And that's exactly what I did after I sold my jewelry business. I had a jewelry business. Um, and after I sold that company, I went back into real estate development and I started building two and a half million dollar to three and a half million dollar mansions. And that's exactly what I do now. That is you know, what I focus into building, I love doing high-end real estate development, building single family houses that are worth between $3 million to $5 million. And, you know, I love doing those projects. They're amazing. Takes the same amount of time and effort to build, you know, that one house than to build 20 small little homes. And I love doing that every time. That's amazing. So on a side note, I'm actually building a house myself right now. And so as we talked offline, I live in Denver and I, we bought land up in the mountains of Colorado, a couple of two hours away from, from Denver. And we decided to build a house. And so we are in the process of doing that. So I thought you would appreciate that considering that's what you do as well. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You need any help with that? Let me know by all means. Yes. Um, We're, we're, we're doing it slightly differently as always when it comes to stuff that I do, we're actually making the building out of shipping containers. It's kind of a new edgy way. (laughs) I love that. That's one of my dreams. Okay, well, if you want to talk offline, I will, I've gone through this process already for the last six months. So happy to share about uh, my experience with shipping containers. And yeah, happy to chat about it offline. But it is a, it is kind of a new and exciting way of building houses. Um, Yes. And where it's going to be kind of like a modern industrial type of feel to it. So very, very excited about that. Should be built, I think, next summer in in Colorado, you know, building kind of stops in the winter time because yeah. just, you know, things change and there's snow and everything. So probably not gonna get it done until about next summer. So very exciting. So uh, so tell us about the other side of the company, right? You said you do the building, you do the development on your end, but then you also have an education side, right? Yes, yes. Um, now I've been very blessed and very successful at real estate development. And not only in that, but in business overall. 
uh, I have done, you know, four major companies and I have grown those companies to, you know, over eight figures. And I've been very blessed on that, that I think a lot of people tell me that I have the Midas touch. And I think it's just, I always follow the same, uh, the same process into everything that I do. And I think that's what makes it successful. So I always love mentoring. I used to give my time to score and I used to do a lot of free mentoring, kind of just, I got tired of doing that because when you get things for free, you really don't value things. Mm-hmm. So people wouldn't take action. Right. So then I started charging for my time and I started educating people in business. And from there on, you know, people always ask me, it's like, how do you do real estate development? Teach me how to become a developer. So I created a course and um, I was in a one-on-one course where I teach people how to become real estate developer. And the one thing that I do is that I always say, you know, if I'm going to teach you something, I'm going to set you up for success. If I know that I'm going to set you up for success, I'm going to invest my own money with you on a project. So my guarantee is that every one of my students, whoever, whoever goes through my course, that I am going to invest my own money with them on a future project. My ultimate goal is that um, as I have all my students learning and doing their projects, as they continue growing, they have an investor that they could come to and with no doubt, I'm going to invest with them in different projects. I love that idea. So it's not just like, here's the education, here's, you know, the course. It's also like, I can help you with it. So exactly. I love that. Usually you don't see that very often. It's like, here's the course, give me money, you know, figure out the rest to you later kind of deal. So I love how you're also adding that as a piece of the value add, right? It's not just. And, and I think that's where everybody gets stuck. Yes. Because a lot of people, you know, they sell all these courses, like you mentioned, and it's like, okay, you know, you learn on your own and then you're gone. If here's a cookie cutter, you learn and then, you know, figure out on your own or maybe take action if you feel ready. But a lot of people that spend a lot of money into these courses, at the end of the day, after learning all the knowledge, they don't feel 100% ready. They don't have somebody else to, to kind of give them that little push and say, let's go, I believe in you. So I think by me doing that, you know, that's where the push comes in, where it says, you know what, I believe in you, let's do the project together. Absolutely, I love that. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following, where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. And what kinds of things do you teach in that course? Is it just like for what you, where you started, small, building smaller houses? Or no, it's, what um, you're doing I do everything from A through Z. My recommendation to my student is always, you know, start small. I'm a big believer of, you know, go big or go home. So everything that I do, I like, you know, to do, to go crazy, to go all in it. But it's a calculated risk that I already take. So, you know, some of my students follow the same mythology of me, go big or go home. So I have uh, one of my students that, you know, they're looking already into building 16 townhomes, you know, for their first project. So they're going big, they're going all at it. They're trying to, you know, raise the capital for that project. But at the same time, I have other students that, you know, they like the program, they learn everything they need to learn, but they listen to me and they start small because once they get, you know, their first, uh, you know, through the first project and they realize that it's easy to build, then they're going to go to the bigger projects. Right. Absolutely. I love that. Um, And so just changing 
gears a little bit here. Of course, we've been experiencing the pandemic for the last I don't know, eight or nine months. So how has, has your industry changed since COVID started? Or has it not changed at all? Uh, in, in, as far as me, it has not changed. It has opened up a lot of opportunities. And um, again, that goes back into living through a recession back in 2008. Like I mentioned uh, quite a few times already that I lost everything. So I realized that I needed to prepare myself when there's a recession because there's a lot of people that make a lot of money during the recession. And there's a lot of buying opportunities when there's a recession. So to me, it's been a blessing in the transportation business. It's been a blessing in the real estate business. I, I have been able to take up a lot of properties, uh, you know, at great prices, a lot of new projects. And it's all due to the recession. So if you're prepared for a recession, if you have, if you learn some type of trade that is going to take you through a recession, you can make millions just like I have done it. That's amazing. So what are some tips that you can provide for people right now? We're in the, I guess you would call it a recession, right? So what are some tips having gone through it and having been bankrupt in, in 2008? What would, what would be some tips, tips you would provide? A couple of tips. Like I said, don't, don't over leverage. That's one of the biggest problems that, that's one of the biggest things that will get you in trouble if you're over leveraged. Um, if you are over leveraged, make sure you're over leveraged with, you know, with business partners, with investors that are going to stay next to you. They're going to help you uh, overcome that recession and they're going to wait around uh, because the banks, all they're going to do, they're going to go ahead and they, go, they don't care. They don't care about you. They're not your friends. So they're going to come and foreclose on everything that you have and they're just going to call on your loans. And that's exactly one of the things that happened to me back then. I was over leveraged because I was growing so fast. Um, nowadays, I don't use banks as much as most of the time either I use my own capital or investors capital. So I know that they'll ride the wave with me until things change and turn around. So yeah. that's one of my biggest, biggest, um, you know, uh, tips that I will leave you with in regards yes. to that. I love that. That's so true is that you know, we rely on banks a lot. I try not to rely on banks very much. I also feel the same way about that. I have done that in the past. For my beginning smaller businesses, I had borrowed some money, very small amounts of money, but of course had to give it back. <laughs> and um, obviously, but yes, I totally agree with you. It's like having your own capital um, is really the way to do it, but not all of us you know, can do it, but it is the easiest. Well, I wouldn't say it's the easiest, but it is the most safe way to do it, right? Because then you don't have to answer to a bank. And um, at that point, you're not you know, trying to pay back some loan that you exactly. maybe potentially cannot pay back at that point. So I, I like your uh, thoughts on that. And that is uh, something to consider. So tell us about some of the new initiatives and projects that you're working on to drive your business right now. Uh, new things that I'm working on my projects. Um, currently, well, I have, uh, I'm working on an 11, uh, 11 unit townhouse project, which is going to be a low income project, uh, rental only. And I love those type of projects, number one, because it brings me back to doing what I used to do back in 2002. And number two, it creates constant cash flow. And again, you know, once you're in a recession, you know, one of the things that you want is cash flow. Cash flow is king. So that's going to bring constant cash flow. But at the same time, it it creates a lot of value. Uh, so once we start heading into a good economy, you know, those buildings are gonna, is gonna be very valuable. They're gonna have a lot of equity on them. So it's a good time for me to exit then at that time. And my transportation company, again, we're headed towards a recession. The economy is not doing so great right now. You know, after the elections, we, you don't, we don't know what's gonna happen, but we all know that we're gonna head to some type of recession because there's been a lot of money pumped into the economy. When that happens, 
the businesses that are become very valuable are businesses that are recession proof that you know that are still continue to make money so my transportation company is a company that i will put in the market in the near future and you know exit that business because the ultimate goal in every business that i start with is always finding an exit strategy you know always going to sell you learn that you make the money when you sell the business now when you work the business Absolutely. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, also as a side note, I also opened up a real estate and investment company in the last several months. So very uh, familiar with what you're talking about. We don't do the development, we just in invest in real estate, but um, always curious to hear about that as well. And um, projects like you mentioned, the 11, um, the 11 townhomes that you mentioned, that it's a similar project that we would, would work on, uh, but not, not building it, but just investing in a, in a, in a project like that. So very curious to hear more <laughs> uh, about your experience there. Um, great. And then one last question that I always ask uh, before we wrap up is what is your prediction for the industry? And that is, I know, a very loaded question. And that could be anything for your specific industry. It could be terraforming Mars. It could be self-driving cars. Anything that you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I mean, in the industry, in development, we're headed into, in, in the real estate side, let me, let's talk about real estate because I know you're very familiar with real estate, with your investments and everything else that you do. So I think for the real estate industry, the, you know, everybody talks about there's a crash coming in and, and I don't believe there's gonna be a crash in the real estate market, number one, because over since 2008 until now, a lot of people that have purchased the properties have purchased them with a lot of equity on it, with a lot of money down. And it was like before from 2002 to 2007 that, you know, somebody working at McDonald's could buy a million dollar house and get a hundred percent loan. So everybody that has purchased a property since 2008 have to have put some type of down payment into the property. So there's a lot of built-in equity into those projects. Um, is there going to be a correction? I do believe there's going to be a small correction, but you're not going to see, you know, 30 to 40% corrections as you have seen it before in the markets. So that's my prediction with real estate. Excellent. Well, now, that's, yeah. There's a lot more, there's a, I'm sorry. There's a lot more people moving from, uh, you know, colder states into Florida. There's a lot more people moving into uh, suburban areas because they want more land, especially because of COVID. So one of the things that, you know, we're starting implementing in the homes that we build is always adding extra rooms to have a gym at home, to have an office at home, and to kind of make it more like a livable compound. So when we're in quarantine, we're able to survive you know, within that compound. Right, absolutely. Um, it's interesting how you talk about the suburbs and uh, are you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk? Yes. So I was watching one of his videos, uh, I don't know, about a week ago or so, and that's actually what he was talking about. He was saying, because of the changes in COVID, people are more likely to uh, go further outside the city and buy land or buy homes out further outside the city, maybe even like an hour and a half, two hours away because they at this point most companies don't require you to come to the office every day but maybe 10 times a month or something like that and that's doable right you don't have to go and have a two-hour commute every day but you can do it maybe 10 times a month but of course if you go further outside the city you get more land you get you know bigger houses and things like that for much less expensive and much cheaper so here's an interesting prediction that he mentioned and i totally agree with that what are your thoughts but at the same, again, um, you know, if you want more for your money, then yes, you go, you do go outside. But I think people nowadays, they're not looking for 
you know, you know, just having more land. Uh, I think they want to have a better lifestyle and they want to be close to everything. So in Miami, I'll tell you that in Miami, and, and, I, and I saw that in New Jersey as well, there's a lot of small cities and small towns that they're changing the way everything is done. And uh, one of the areas that I'm buying a lot of land in, uh, they have changed and they become an urban development center. So they want everything to be, you know, contained within that uh, community. They want buildings there. They want commerce. They want commercial, retail. They want everything in there. So people don't have to use transportation anymore and they can just kind of live and work. And that's going all the way to the rural area. So where you're able to build one house, now you're able to build five houses. Mm-hmm. And, but, it, you know, the things that we're doing as far as construction is that we're making sure that we have amenities within that one house. So when we do become in quarantine, we're able to just enjoy this, the place that we live in, enjoy that one house that we're staying in by having the extra room for the office. Like I mentioned, by having, you know, things have changed so much before uh, all the houses used to have that nice um, living room that nobody uses. Right. Nowadays we got rid of that. Now we're putting in a gym area. So you can have a nice gym in the house because everybody's into fitness. Everybody wants to be healthy. Right. So, you know, everybody wants a playroom for their kids because now that you understand that it's more important to have their kids, you know, a space for the kids than to have a, a living room where nobody uses anymore. Yeah, it's so interesting how the dynamics of the house have changed uh, recently and yeah. how you're building new houses and repurposing and rearranging the space, which typically, you know, yeah, living room, totally, totally true. Don't, nobody really uses a living room as much anymore except for maybe entertaining, but then now entertaining is not really a thing as much anymore. So it's, yeah, use the space for whatever is applicable and whatever is more usable, right? User-friendly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that has been a fantastic conversation. I really appreciate it. Last question is how can uh, our audiences get in touch with you? Um, they could find me through my social media channels, which is Edwin Carrion 78 Edwin Carrion 78 in uh, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And then the last one, if they want to find out more about me, they could go to my website, which is edwincarrion.com. And you have all my companies, all my bio in through my company. You know, it's my personal website. So you could contact me through there. Great. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. I learned a lot today about the real estate investment space and real estate development space. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and love to have you back on the show again. Thank you so much, Gene. And I'm available whenever you want. Thank you for having me. Okay, have a beautiful day. Thank you.